All right, a little friendly reminder to watch the phone calls or voicemails that you may be getting. Of course, not every voicemail you get is a scam. Say, what's a <laughs> when mom calls, it's not a scam, necessarily. Hope, yeah, okay. Uh, no, this has to do with, and I've actually had a few of these lately, and it's amazing to me how these pop up after a storm. Yeah. You know, between Irma and Harvey, I think this is one method of scamming. You know, it's one thing to see it on email, but it's another thing to get that number that you don't recognize. Somebody right. leaves a voicemail, and then when you go back and you listen to it, what they're saying can scare you until you realize, okay, clearly this is a scam. Oh. And I've actually had two in the last two weeks. It really surprised me. So here, here are the ones to watch out for. One, I could see how, unfortunately, somebody might be able to fall for I guess I'll share that one with you first. It was a call that I got, you know, from somebody who identified himself by name and then said that there were some federal and state safety regulations that were in violation that I needed to follow mm-hmm. up on. You made some violations? Well, and I don't know if this is these are targeted at, you know, storm victims. Uh-huh. So I don't know that you could assume it, it's legal. I mean, it just, mm. it was kind of weird. It, I, I, I didn't. I, was I don't too, like that. I was too afraid to listen to the voicemail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the other one, I mean, to me was obviously a scam. Sadly, though, you know that somebody's going to fall for this one somewhere is they left a message saying, we're contacting you about the lawsuit that's been recently filed in your name and the warrant that goes along with us. We need you to call us back. And so when you call back, the first thing that they're asking for is your... Well, no, I didn't call back, Uh, but I read about this one. The first thing that they're asking for is your social security number. Yeah, the no duh. Never give it. Right. And so, you know, and and that always, when when you start hearing legal terms and you're not used to getting the call, if you're not careful, you might assume, but of course... If a lawsuit was filed in your name, you would probably know about it, right? Since you probably or, filed it. And, and, and a warrant is going to be much more official and served by law enforcement, right. not, not somebody call. calling you from an 800 number hey, call that, me shows, back. that shows up as unregistered on your phone. But anyway, yeah. okay. I just felt that those two were important, especially the ones that talk about you know regulations and this, that, and the other, and, and kind of targeting Using the victims. big words, huh? Yes. So be alert. Unfortunately, there are always those preying upon victims. I just can't stand it. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, look, we have a special visitor later this hour, former producer Drew, who has been through something incredibly scary recently, and he wants to tell everybody about it. Okay, so that's later this hour. Coming up next, though, Sam, you got music news? Yeah, it looks like... uh American Idol, the new American Idol, might actually lose Katy Perry as a judge if they don't get their act together. Sam's got music news. See, American Idol is running into trouble, and they might lose Katy Perry as a judge. Now you're talking about the rebooted version of American Idol, right? Coming they need back. to get their, their stuff together. Because we've sure. been back and forth and back and forth about who the other judges are, because they've had Katy for a while. Well, the, the bus tour auditions are done. The taped auditions are going to start in just a few weeks, mm-hmm. and that's where they need all the judges. Right. So if they don't have the, the other judges in place by then, they're going to have to push things back, which will push. The show. They back. made arrangements, because Katie's got the Witness World Tour going. that's going to be going on. Mm-hmm. So they made arrangements to work it around her tour. If they wind up pushing things back further, they're going to lose her because she's got to go out on tour. There, I'm sorry. For $25 million, they're not going to lose her. I'm sorry. Um, there's get, a contract signed. The she work can't on the do schedule. it. Yes. Yeah. Because there's a two-parter to the judges, right? I mean, you've got the auditions, and mm-hmm. then the judges, of course, have to be present for the actual performances. Right. Some of them, yes. Luke uh, Bryan is the one they're trying to get. Apparently, they're running into trouble because they can't come up with, like you said uh, the other day, Jody, enough money, so they're trying to give him Disney perks. 
Right. <laughs> they don't mean passes. They, they don't mean, you know, fast passes. Character they mean, breakfast. No. <laughs> now, let me get this straight. I'm going to get 40 Mickey bars a week? Uh, yeah. What I, they mean for in this sort of deal is in, you know, merchandising deals yeah. where you can buy Luke Bryan stuff in Disney on Disney properties and so, stuff like uh, that. I get to take well, a picture with Chip and Dale. Awesome. <laughs> First in line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so hopefully they'll start getting on that real soon. I uh, right. found out that Sam Smith almost got out of the uh, music business altogether before coming out with his a uh, new song of his. Only too good at goodbye. I know he's had some heartbreak. Yeah. And, and health problems. Uh, well, I think this was because of the heartbreak. While he was in the middle of putting together his new album, he said he got dumped and it wasn't nice. Mm. And it sent him into... And usually... He's one of those kind of guys like Adele that takes their personal experience and turns it into song. But right. he said this one a hurt. A lot of artists do that. This one hurts so bad that he said he just he couldn't write a song for two months. Mm. And he said his people had to basically push him into the studio and say, get in there, start, start writing, working. and start recording songs. Because he said he, he was done. He That's how you get better, it. too. Yeah. Truly. Facing so, it, I guess. Luckily, we'll have a new album from him coming out soon. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, guys, since it is football season coming up next, we're going to visit with our friend Holly Clegg, and she's got a, a football dip uh-huh. recipe. Okay, but it's actually healthy, but it won't taste healthy. You like that? Mm-hmm. That's next. The lovely and talented Holly Clegg is with us today Yay. again. Welcome, Holly. Welcome home. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, we're going to do one of our dip recipes with you right now because it's a really fun summer dip. Maybe we'll bring it back at Christmas when we do 12 dips Hey, a dip's a dip. I'll eat it anytime. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so say the name of this one again. Guacamame. Guacamame. I didn't mispronounce guacamole. It's the best of both worlds. It's okay. avocado and edamame mm. in one creamy, nutritious dip. Okay. A lot of people don't realize this. You know, edamame is soybeans, and it's, it's basically one of the only ways you get your omega-3 fatty acids. You have to get it through your diet. So if you're not a right. salmon or sardine or whatever person, edamame is a great source. Yeah, not a Whoa. sardine person. Me neither. Me Fill neither. you on that. This has such great flavors, and you just throw everything in the food processor, your avocado avocado, edamame, a little lime juice, garlic, salsa, yogurt, and that's it. Nice. And you know, did you see what I brought y'all to serve it with? Cut up some peppers or fresh vegetables. Yeah. It doesn't have to be chips. Murphy, what do you think of it? Oh, I love it. It should be called guacamama because mama likes it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a diabetic friendly recipe. If you need to take a dip, it makes up real easily. I like friendly diabetics. Yeah. And it's very flavorful. (laughs) Uh You say you can use this as a sandwich bread too, right? Yeah, good for wraps. Versus, Ooh, okay, can I just you say, know what? You could put it in and roll it up and then cut it in like pinwheels. Pinwheels, you know, Sam. Mm. I'm sorry to do, poor Holly. We're all cooks, and so we're <laughs> yeah. always like, "This is what I you know. should do." You know how to make well, it better. <laughs> this is actually from my arthritis cookbook, and my arthritis cookbook just focuses on inflammation, but it's really just my healthiest, easiest mm-hmm. cookbook. How we all need to eat. God, so. I love this, Holly. It's awesome. right. That it. Look, you don't have to feel guilty about dipping, and when Murphy dips with like chips or whatever mm. you need to watch out because he doesn't just get a little no, on he gets a lot dip. oh he dips like, like i do that's like why those green pepper truck. actually hey, you gotta taste it. yeah vegetables are more sturdy than chips so you can it's really true. get a good dip but you don't have to feel bad about dipping right. with mm. this dip yep. and you can get more of my recipes on my blog hollyclegg.com or the healthy cooking blog yeah and sign up i have uh weekly emails with recipe blasts that you're just gonna love i love the video i'm here to too. simplify cooking keep it healthy exactly. for you um but most importantly, enjoy good food. Yeah. Check it out, guacamole at murphysamandjody.com. Say it again. 
Guacamole. Mm. Mama loves it. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, we're going to visit with former producer Drew, who went through something incredibly scary recently and wants to tell everybody about it. Mm-hmm. That's next. Special surprise for you guys this morning. What's that, Jody? Because somebody that we love a lot has been through a lot lately. Former producer Drew joins us this morning. Hey, Dolan. Hey guys, how's it going? Great. Good. In case you don't remember, producer Drew was with us in the very beginning for a long time, and and now he's an established attorney. You know, with a Busy. roster of celebrity, being a lo- being a lawman, a Hollywood attorney. Huh? Okay, that's right. So, some would say I've moved downward since leaving y'all. Oh, I wouldn't no, say that. That, that. That's producer Emily. Yeah. Oh, no. no, look, I want to get straight to why we're visiting with you because i heard some news the other day that it made my heart drop um yeah. you are how old now 39 years old and what happened the other day had a heart attack mm. you know I, yeah. it, when we heard that i was i mean i was just stunned Speechless. mortified so tell us about the day all right so i woke up at four thirty on saturday morning which is not my normal and it feels like i got a fist a knot in my chest middle of my chest mm. and, I, and i sit up and i sit still and it's okay, it's manageable, but kind of freaked out a little bit, a little concerned. It's yeah. not going away. Is that what you thought immediately, uh, that it's heart? A little concerned about it, yeah, because uh, I woke up, and that woke me. that's what woke me up. Mm-hmm. I, if, I, if I sat still and sat up, it would get better. If I laid down, it hurt. If I got up and walked around for any length of time, it hurt. Mm-hmm. So I just sat there. I watched some TV. I'm trying to, you know, do something, oh. thinking, okay. It's got, yeah, I'm 39. It's got to be indigestion. It's got to yeah. be a million different things other than sure. what it could be. Okay. And when finally, Libby wakes up. We talk about it. I'm concerned enough where I've decided to talk to her about it. <laughs> That's <laughs> progress. Yeah. Yes. Once you let her in on it, your wife. Which okay. means, because I know what the reaction is going to be. Go get somebody to look at it. So yeah. I go and they do a couple of EKGs and everything looks fine. Uh, one, the place I was at originally tells me, well, our EKG machine, uh, EKG machine's not working very well. Mm. <laughs> so, well, that's not good. <laughs> we're not getting a great reading. Everything looks fine, but just out of an abundance of caution, we're going to, why don't you go to the ER instead? Okay. Oh, get in the car and drive the ER. In fact, I'm so unconcerned about this. Libby went to the movies with the kids. Oh, are you serious? But you did end up, it was a heart attack. So the next time I see a doctor, he's like, you're getting admitted to the hospital, buddy. Mm. You're having, you're having a heart attack. All right. There goes my Saturday. (laughs) I cannot even believe you. All right, stick around with us a little bit more. We want to talk about this a little bit more. Stop laughing, Sam. I was going to watch the game today, too. We're visiting with former producer Drew, whom we love, and we don't get to chat with very often, but we heard some news the other day that really, sh- well, shook me up, and I, I know I could, Sam's face went pale when you heard this, Sam, um, that you had, Drew, a heart attack. I did. At 39 years old. Part of my Saturday. You woke up, you had this, like, it felt like a fist sitting on your chest. You go to the hospital, even without the wife and kids, you're like, I'm just going to take care of this and see what's up. And they admitted you because you were having a heart attack? Yes. Libby's there at the hospital with me at this point. We're sitting there. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm adopted. I don't really have a lot of medical history on this. Why don't mm-hmm. you text my birth mother and ask her mm-hmm. if we got any family history of this kind okay. of thing? Good idea. Good yeah. idea. But like a decade ago. <laughs> um, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. 
We get back a text message that says, oh, yeah, every male in the family's had heart problems. In fact, mm. every male's had a heart attack before the age of 40. Hey. Well, now you're a member of the family. I'm a winner in the genetic lottery. Yeah. Um, True. And so at that point, now my doctor is a little more concerned, and we're going in for the heart cast, the mm. heart catheter on Sunday where they take something, a tube, and they run it up a vein, and mm. they go to my heart and take a look and see what's going on. And you were um, blocked, right? I had 100% blockage in my left artery. Holy smokes. Uh, so at that point, uh, I'm told I'm told before I go into the heart catheter, well, if everything's fine, you'll be out in 15 minutes. Whoa. Okay. Uh, if everything's not fine, maybe a little longer. Mm-hmm. Three hours later, I woke up. Oh, um, true. And I got a stent put in that left artery to keep it open. Mm. And I got a, a bunch of new fun medications I get to take that I'm told forever. And your diet is different, isn't it? I probably need to be different anyway. Uh, I'm getting to discover all those vegetables I've been putting pushing off the plate for uh, Ever, all those I remember years. that. <laughs> he hated vegetables, Drew. Uh, I'm now I'm now learning about what sodium means and how much I should have, and uh, oh oh dear God, how much you get when you go to places, and mm-hmm. you know how much if you don't pay attention, how much sodium you can take in in a given day is yeah. unbelievable. And I'm not a big salt guy. Okay. Well, but I'm still I'm still here, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, I get a chance to make some changes and do some things, and see if I can uh, work on that in the future. Yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully, learn some lessons. Well, so glad you're okay. Yeah. And we appreciate you sharing the message because you know what? Everybody by the time they get into their 30s should be asking those kind of questions about history and the family. Um, that's right. If you don't have a medical history, go get it. Uh, if you don't know what sodium and cholesterol are and what levels look like, go find out. Right. Uh, and if you have any issues whatsoever, don't be a hero. Go get checked. It could save your life. Listen yeah. to you. Uh, yeah, there I go. Yeah, you do. Preaching. All right, we love you. <laughs> Take care, Thank okay? You. Love y'all too. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Big night for television last night at the 69th Annual Live Emmy Awards. We'll get to some of the big winners, but first, um, at the weekend box office, mm-hmm. we were hoping that this Jennifer Lawrence horror thriller thing was going to do well called Mother. Please, come in. Hello. Hello. He's a stranger. We're just going to let him sleep in our house. I've it heard all about bombed. it. Oh. It bombed. It fell yeah. to like number three or four in the rankings mm. uh, because it's not a horror. It's a psychological thing and there's a whole other underlying uh-huh. message and people were like, what was that? I don't feel like thinking about it. Meanwhile, <laughs> it... The Stephen King adaptation was number one again, making $60 million this weekend. Everybody can't get enough of that clown and that drain yeah. wanting to go back for that reimagining. All right, look, we'll take you to last night's Emmy Awards for the big winners anyway. Um, the Handmaid's Tale won big best drama series wow, starring Elizabeth really? Moss. Elizabeth Moss won for her role. Have you ever watched this? I watched the Dystopian first tale. episode Dystopian. and it, it didn't grab me. Oh, well, maybe because you're not a lady. I don't yeah. know. But um, I have a lot of friends who love it, and I think I'm going to have to... Anyway, they took home four Emmys for yeah. that one. And then a lot of wins, like five wins for HBO's Big Little Lies, which was an incredibly good ride of a show for me. Um, Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman were two of the actresses, lead actresses in mm-hmm. it, and they accepted the award. To the people that embrace this, the power of television, it has astounded us that we entered into your living rooms and people talked about it. And as much as the show had the entertainment value, it was also about issues. We are, we are so grateful that you told your friends to watch the show. You can still watch it. <laughs> She's so cute. Um, and um, 
it's been an incredible year for yeah. women on television. Can I just say, bring women to the front of their own stories and make them the hero of their own stories. Yeah, Alexander Skarsgård also won for his supporting role there. And it was oh. kind of like, there, there's so much question mark where there'll be a second season. There doesn't really need to be. I thought they already be. decided that, they, they didn't. I, I don't, they keep talking back and forth no. about it, but there's not another book. This, oh. this one series was limited series, was based on one book, which gotcha. was also really, really good. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. A little bit more behind the scenes of Selena Gomez and what she recently went through with that transplant. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Curiosity got the best of me Friday afternoon. I had a hot 20 (laughs) minutes left before I had to go to carpool Mm -hmm. and I had to do it. I swung in and parked to that estate sale, remember? Oh, the one that was too fancy for you. Well... Well, you you got an email basically saying, "Hey, there's this. I don't know how you got on this list anyway." <laughs> notifying you that there was an estate. Sale, I obviously right? gave my <laughs> email address at one point. Okay, so well, wait. They sent this out a week ago saying this is coming. This is all this. There's all this vintage art and all this awesome pottery. And come to the wine and cheese preview party the night before it actually kicks off. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh! And then when I saw the listing, remember of everything that was here, like yeah. vintage this and that, I thought this is too upscale for me. I was so intimidated. I thought this is not for me, but curiosity got the best of me when I realized where it was. Uh Like I knew they gave the address. I'm like, I can handle that. I can totally handle that. So I went anyway just to see it. That was marketing at its best. That was it was no different than any other estate sale I've ever been Uh to, except that I didn't see a thing I wanted. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Sam. Uh, the wow. vintage, the vintage, the stack of vintage Playboys. Yeah. Uh, the top one was Anna Nicole Smith on the cover. Huh. I wouldn't call that vintage. That's not too vintage. But no. I guess it's 20 years ago. Hey, vintage <laughs> is some people's 10, 20, 30, I guess, yeah. whatever, Isn't right? That crazy because you add wine and cheese and you add a preview <laughs> party that I'm suckered into thinking I can't be there. You sure well, it wasn't picked over before you got there? Even if it was picked over, I'm here to tell you, it was no different than any other estate sale mm. I've ever been to. Gotcha. Isn't that so, funny? This was really just sort of like a garage sale 2.0 that they had wine and cheese. They had, look, <laughs> look. Yeah, and it was probably cheap wine, They too. do it well. That Everything was like labeled price correctly. There was a lot of cool stuff there. Like You guys might have thought it was fun yeah. to all these albums and all this vintage stuff and the art and all that. that. Yeah. But... Um, it was really no, it was no different except that they're planning and marketing of it because they had a lot of stuff like a vo- when I mean volumes, they had so much stuff that it was smart for them to catalog it like mm. that and send it out. So no more intimidation. I'll be going <laughs> to the next one no matter where. Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam and Jody. Well, I found a, a new added benefit to me stopping drinking. And Yay, this, this is one that I didn't even think of. Cool. That's coming up. Also, um, 877-310-4675. We love to hear from you. Join us anytime. Sonia, you're next. You know, I could almost see this turning into sort of a little revolution that Jody's starting here. Ah. Uh, Not wanting to, uh, you know, look, and I don't blame you, after... You know, routines and work and arranging kids and all that kind of stuff. Dinner is like, you get to that point, you're kind of like... No, I've uh, been doing uh, it for years. I plan yeah. dinner all day long, and I've so been cooking just, these dinners that nobody's eating but you and me, Murphy, because the girls are so hungry when they first hit the door after school that they eat a meal by 4 p.m. They're snacks. And so it's like whenever we have dinner later, it's kind of like, I'm not that hungry. 
So your question was, should you even make dinner at all anymore? Or just change it up to where mm-hmm. I have dinner ready for them or something. Anyway, look, join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. David, we have somebody on? Yes, we do. Sonia wants to chime in and give you her suggestion on Great. the topic. Good morning, Sonia. Good morning, lovely radio people. Hi. Hi. How are y'all? We're good. How are you, Great. lovely Sonia? I am good. Sweet. What can um, we do for you? I have, I have a thought. When I was a kid, we were, for lack of a better word, latchkey kids. Mama worked, daddy worked. And when we came home from school, sorry, Jody, this is a little extra work for you, mm-hmm. but my mother always had a variety of fruit set up for us, pre-done in bags. Yeah. For us to eat while we did our homework. Smart. Because you can never concentrate on your homework if you're hungry. It's true. She knew that dinner was always the time that we sat down, we talked about our day, so she would always pre-make us some kind of little bag with grapes and, and you know whatever fruits we wanted or we liked, yeah. and they were always pre-made for us. I don't think it'll be hard so for me because just, I'm already I'm already pre- uh, preparing dinner every night as if it's Thanksgiving. And it's like, I'm stopping that madness. And so doing a few little snacks and Ziploc bags is not going to be a thing, you know, at all. My kids hit the pantry so hard when they get home that I realize, you know, Murphy and I can eat whatever we want later, even lighter, easier on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they'll grab yogurt. Well, it's, it's, what, it's about what you have in the house. Yeah, I do that. Uh, I do that from, uh, for Jackson. I make sure he has a pre-wrapped ice cream sandwich or some... Uh, <laughs> Some pre-wrapped chips, ahoy! You know. <laughs> nice. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you Thank Sonia. You, Sonia. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we might I, have what, cheese and crackers tonight. <laughs> but what I don't want to give up is the sitting around the dinner table. You know what I mean? That's no, the thing that needs that'll be the to rule. Come to the table, even if you're empty-handed, and visit mm-hmm. with us. Look, jump in anytime. We love hearing from you. 877-310-4675. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Hey, guys. I found another added benefit to not drinking. Okay, Sam. And it's got Sam. me looking real good. Hey, you know, ever since I uh, let that bottle of alcohol go from my cold, dead hands, I've, I've found another... Uh, Don't say dead hands, Sam. Okay. Sam, yeah, you know I, what? I quit drinking. Yeah, which is, which is great. And, you, and you're now uh, almost two weeks in on this. It's great. I found a... Um, actually, today is two weeks. Are you uh, supposed to do congratulations. that? Are you supposed to one day at a time it? Well, yeah, but you can but still you, congratulate you yourself. You celebrate the length of your sobriety? Is yeah. That, okay. That's where you get your one-year chip from and all that. Got it. Okay. So those taco flavored chips from Lay's. Yes. If you want them to Yum. be, if you want them to be, um, Sam. Okay. Anyway, I found another added benefit to not drinking. Oh, what is there's that? So weight many. loss. Oh yes, you've lost weight. Yeah, I've I've noticed uh, since I've stopped drinking that I'm able to pull the belt a little tighter and a little right. more tighter and a Good. little more tighter. Nice. So is that fluid retention or is that real weight loss? I'm sure it's real sure. weight loss because of well, calories. Well, I could you be weren't too. drinking yeah, low right. cal alcohol, right? Actually, I was drinking Skinny Girl. <laughs> no, I think it's both. I think it's right. probably a little weight loss, but I would think it was more uh, fluid. How's the sleeping? Because I know you at first last um, week you had said you were having trouble sleeping. Still having issues uh, sleeping. You need to talk to your doctor then. Uh, I know. I, that's super I don't want to get on anything that's you know like Ambien. That's what. What do you call that? I don't know. What do you call it? Prescription? Uh, no, Hallucination? No, 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 no. Addictive. Addictive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> I've also forgotten a lot of words. Okay. Uh, no, I just, um, yeah, I've had trouble sleeping because when I lay down at night, I start thinking. 
And that, the thing yeah. is, it's like I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to keep thinking, and it's not thinking about alcohol or oh, gee, I could have had a drink before. It's I'm, just your mind gets just, busy. Uh, the work That's tomorrow or kids this. Well, you or, should try the meditation app that I use, where you just focus on the breath and stay in the moment. I'm just, it is a, you know, you have to work at it. The problem know, but, though that you have, Sam, right, with meditating, we've talked about this over the years. Who has time for this? No, no, no. <laughs> meditating when you're supposed to be like picturing a babbling brook or whatever. You're thinking about meditating. tomorrow. I have this. No, no, no. When I start to when I try meditating, I start think concentrating on the fact that I'm supposed to be meditating. Well, I'm supposed to be putting things out of my head right now. Well, then quit thinking about putting them out and put them out. Well, okay, that's right. I do have to do that. Man. The guided app. Well, that's part of it, though. You, you, you because you can't force thoughts out of your head. Uh, that's the discipline of meditation: is you catch yourself in the thought and you gently escort you guys, it away. You need to go have some Seriously. hot tea and let him explain this yeah. to you. I just wanted to. Tell I was losing weight. <laughs> I'm happy for you, Sam. Coming, coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. One of the funniest and uh, probably strangest things I've ever been told pre-flight, you know, before the mm-hmm. plane takes off, that's next. So here's a new one for you. Uh, I had to fly to Houston over the weekend. Uh, and, and Law enforcement reasons? <laughs> business. <laughs> oh. Okay, Murph. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, some business and some families, you know. I mean, Jody's got family you know, in Houston, yeah. too. And um, so as, as I was, you know, boarding the plane, they go through the regular pre-flight checklist thing, all the safety things, you know. Uh, and one of the things that they said was, hey, uh, we know the plane's a little bit warm, you know, today, but you know, once we get moving, you know, it'll it'll cool off. And, oh, by the way, this plane also doesn't have Wi-Fi. Okay. Oh. And um, <laughs> and then the next thing was, but hey, no big deal. We're kind of excited because we're retiring this plane in two weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> you did not tell me this. Do you know what would have happened if I'd have been with you? If Jody had been with me, Anna, she would have been. I would Why? have gotten off the plane. Why would you say that? <laughs> what ever? Well, here's here's what happened. It, it is for good reason. And everybody in the plane was cool with it. I Googled you it. You think and, they were. And sure enough. You know, in March, Southwest Airlines said that they're retiring some of their 737 300 series planes. Uh-huh. Okay, and uh-huh. this is it's it's a workhorse plane. 737 is a great plane. Yeah, except um, that there's no Wi-Fi and there's no AC. Well, most of them have been you know were deployed in the uh, mid 80s. Right. And so you know it's just time for the next you know batch of new new planes. It still had the ashtrays in it. That's how old. It didn't. Stop it. And you know I mean it's flight attendants of Southwest are hilarious anyway because they're just that's what they do right they're I yeah mean, they're funny. Did it have but funny just, shaky noises like no. when you were in but, in flight? No, it wasn't bad. I just thought of Jody that the entire time, though. As soon as the flight attendant said, you know, we're retiring it in three uh-uh. weeks. Yeah. My eyeballs would have popped out, and I'd be like, yep. I'm sorry. I'll see you next trip. But I was kind of surprised. I, looked at it, I was like, wow, this is the real deal, because I found an article about it when they had announced they were retiring them all seven. Uh, on they're not just 30th. messing with you, huh? It doesn't mean they're not safe, though. They're perfectly safe. Yeah. Planes are just kind of <laughs> older. What's, what's really going to be funny is when they get to the last flight, and they announce that to the people on the plane. Yeah. yeah. And right. we are retiring this jet after today's flight. <laughs> no way. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, uh, Michelle is on the phone. 877-310-4MSJ. She's got ideas for us also. Since the kids are starving at 3.30 and 4 in the afternoon, how do we still make dinner happen? That's next. We love hearing from you. You can jump in anytime. The number is 877-310-4MSJ to call or text. 
You know, Jody, you're getting a, a whole lot of interest on this potential no more dinner at night thing. No more well, cooking not, not dinner. Not no more dinner, right, exactly. Right. Nothing <laughs> heavy. Kids yeah. Everywhere. That's a bit right. extreme. Moms unite. <laughs> so I uh, love hearing from you, 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Michelle? I'm doing good. I just wanted to tell Jody if your girls are wanting to have a super big snack like that right after school, yeah. what you really need to do is you need to change your dinner time to earlier, like maybe even 4 or 4.30, because then they're getting yeah. a full meal at that time when they're critically hungry. And if you show them that when they're hungry, they have a full meal instead of just grazing, then that's going to be healthier in the long run. Totally agree. That's just a, it'll sometimes be without Murphy, you know, well, because he, it, it, yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things where I kind of want us to all eat together. But yeah. like with after school things and, and practices it's and not everything, possible. It, it's not. Maybe you can just say, okay, we're going to eat this nice dinners on the weekend. Yeah. And I'm feeling and that. Stuff like, and stuff like that. And then maybe just have a dinner at like 4.30. Michelle, yeah. did you say critically hungry? <laughs> Now you're speaking Sam's language. <laughs> Maybe. That sounds dangerous. Lunches, you know, my, my, one of my daughters has lunch at brunch. She has lunch at 1030. Right. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, you know, by the time they get home at almost four, it's like they're ready for a meal. Right. They don't just want a snack. Agreed. And it's like to change the dinner schedule. Act accordingly. I'll tell you what, this, this whole thing happening and me realizing this has... It's at first I was aggravated and I was upset. It's like, come on, dinner. You know, I'm doing all, putting all this effort in the dinner and for nothing for what? Right. And right, now right. I, I realize that I can likely it'll make my life easier. Absolutely. Thanks, Michelle. Uh, you know, that's really early. <laughs> I know, sweetie. I'm sorry. I can figure this out. Yeah, but you know, totally. she, uh, Michelle does bring up a good point because there are so many years where Jackson's lunch sure. is always like a 1030 or before 11. So no wonder like, they're so hungry after and, school. Uh, I guess they have to schedule it that way because they have multiple lunches at right. school. But man, yeah. Right. As early as we start, I can figure a way, maybe slow cook a lot, and yeah, stuff probably- is ready when they get home that's a meal Thing. And you sleep better when you don't eat too late, you know? Yeah. So true. We're figuring it all out here uh, this morning. So thank you, Michelle. Reach out anytime and jump into the conversation. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. We've got Nicole Kidman's super proud moment from last night's Emmy Awards. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We'll take you to the Emmys from last night with some big wins, including Nicole Kidman's, what, something that she's very proud of for winning. Mm-hmm. First, though, Selena Gomez. Huge announcement last week to the world and her 120 million Instagram followers that, hey, I found out I needed a kidney transplant due to my lupus. And oh, by the way, I've already had it. Yeah. And she shared all the photos and she shared links to the lupus, you know, foundation so that, you know, more light to be shed on that donations and And she sent out a picture of her and her dear best friend that you know had given her the kidney and all this stuff and it was a shock that she had gone through that but she did disappear from the limelight for quite a while yeah we kind of thought it it was uh, stress and lupus that she was dealing with at the time 100 it sounds like well i'm sure stress from that too um the word now is that the weekend was right by her side the whole time her boyfriend her boyfriend the weekend um remember when he canceled at 
at the last minute for the VMAs. He was yeah. supposed to perform for the VMAs. He canceled at the last minute because he needed to be there with her. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of a, okay, it's time now. You know, you've planned this, but you need to come do it now. Right. And so that was in May. He also canceled other shows to be by her side and hold her hand and kind of be there. Kind of like that story. Because he, you know, he's not the one saying that. Mm-hmm. Other people in the in the hospital and sources reporting that. Okay, last night at the 69th annual Emmy Awards, here are the big winners. Like the Handmaid's Tale won for Best Drama Series. Elizabeth Moss won for Lead Actress in a Drama Series. Reese Witherspoon and the whole team at HBO won for Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. But the Best Actress in a Limited Series went to Nicole Kidman. Same show. And she, same show. And she was so cute about what she had to say and how proud she was of it. I want my little girls to have this on their shelf and to look at it and go, every time my mama didn't put me to bed, it's because of this. I got something. Um, But um, also I want them to know that sometimes when you're acting, you get a chance to um, bring a bigger message and this is their contribution and your contribution. We shone a light on domestic abuse. So much so with that show. And she went on to discuss how, you know, there's a lot of shame involved. And of course, it happens more than we allow ourselves to Mm -hmm. see. It was really beautiful. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 8.30, Alec Baldwin won for his work on SNL. And he decided to shine a light on something (laughs) else also, which is not something you'd expect. We've got that for you. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Happy Monday, another week off to a big start, and then as Jody had mentioned in the Hollywood Outsider, Dancing with the Stars is back tonight. Season 25. Are we actually going to go back in and and watch? Do you want to? Well, Maxim is there, so do you have any other questions? Cheryl Burke (laughs) is back. We just haven't watched it. Look, I mean, I'm not saying it's not a quality show. (laughs) We just haven't watched it in a while. need to stand up for it. When has it ever been a quality show? It has been. I I mean, look, I I was an avid follower. They even brought Lynn back, you know? You used the word has been. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join us. We got somebody on hold, David? Yeah, I have Mary on the line, and she watches Dances with the Star, Dancing with the Stars, and (laughs) wants to make a slight (laughs) Correction. <laughs> hey, Mary, how are you? Hey, I just wanted to call in mm-hmm. and let you know I've been listening the past couple of days about the upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars, which I'm all for. Yeah. Yes. And I'm excited about it. But I wanted to let you know that there's something uh, that you were saying wrong, not to be negative. Oh, it's, but I wanted oh to please. Well, you've been saying that this season, the first celebrity couple to dance together is Nick and Vanessa Lachey. But about a year ago, um, there was another celebrity couple that danced in the same season also. Was it Jewel? No, it was was Carlos Penavega and his wife, Alexa. They were on a couple of seasons ago. Mm. And it was really sad because she got eliminated before he did. And it was just really sad. They were, like, upset for each other. So it was really sweet. But I just... Wanted to let you know that there no, was another you. couple before this season. Oh, sure, good. Well, no thank you. You know, I had read about that. I had read something about them being the first, but that's ob- oh, okay. obviously not true. Right. Um, yeah, I can't keep up, honestly, because <laughs> I don't watch every season. I would. I mean, it's fascinating. It's only been it? 25. It makes you want to move. Does it make you want to move, Mary? Oh my gosh, yes. It's like I want to go to a local dance class or something. Mm-hmm. I just want to get up and samba or you know, right. salsa with somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and we're meant to move. It's good for you. 
So I hope you, you know, find a way to do it. Thanks for the call, Mary. And it's this is clearly an example of what happens when we miss a season or two. <laughs> and you know, and Jody did a Dancing with the Stars type fundraiser years ago, and you did was it salsa that you did? I did a you salsa. You were great. Was it delicious? Ha <laughs> <Yeah>. ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Mary. Thank you for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. Reach out to us anytime. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We're going to visit with former producer Drew because something huge happened in his life yeah. recently and very scary. Uh, so he'll tell us all about that coming up next. Special surprise for you guys this morning. What's that, Jody? Because somebody that we love a lot has been through a lot lately. Former producer Drew joins us this morning. Hey, darling. Hey guys, how's it going? Great. Good. In case you don't remember, producer Drew was with us in the very beginning for a long time, and uh, and now he's an established attorney. You know, with a Busy. roster of celebrity, being a lo- being a lawman, <laughs> a Hollywood attorney. Huh? Okay, <laughs> that's right. So, some would say I've moved downward since leaving y'all. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't no, say that. That, that. That's producer Emily. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> look, I want to get straight to why. We're visiting with you because I heard some news the other day that it made my heart drop. Um, yeah. You are how old now? 39 years old. And what happened the other day? Had a heart attack. Mm. You know, I, yep. it, when we heard that, I was, I mean, I was just stunned, Speechless. mortified. So tell us about the day. All right. So I woke up at 430 on Saturday morning, which is not my normal. And it feels like I got a fist, a knot in my chest, middle of my chest. Mm. And, I, and I sit up and I sit still. And it's okay, it's manageable, but kind of freaked out a little bit, a little concerned. Yeah. It's not going away. Is that what you thought immediately, uh, that it's heart? A little concerned about it, yeah, because uh, I woke up and that woke me. that's what woke me up. Mm-hmm. I, if, I, if I sat still and sat up, it would get better. If I laid down, it hurt. If I got up and walked around for any length of time, it hurt. Huh. Mm-hmm. So I just sat there. I watched some TV. I'm trying to, you know, do something, oh. thinking, okay. It's, uh, yeah, I'm 39. It's got to be indigestion. It's got to yeah. be a million different things other than sure. what it could be. Okay. And when, finally, Libby wakes up. We talk about it. I'm concerned enough where I've decided to talk to her about it. <laughs> That's <laughs> progress. Yeah. Yes. Once you let her in on it, your wife. Which okay. means, because I know what the reaction is going to be. Go get somebody to look at it. So yeah. I go and they do a couple of EKGs and everything looks fine. Uh, one, the place I was at originally tells me, well, our EKG machine, uh, EKG machine's not working very well. Mm. <laughs> so, well, that's not good. <laughs> we're not getting a great reading. Everything looks fine, but just out of an abundance of caution, we're going to, why don't you go to the ER instead? Okay. Oh, get in the car and drive the ER. In fact, I'm so unconcerned about this. Libby went to the movies with the kids. Oh, are you serious? But you did end up, it was a heart attack. So the next time I see a doctor, he's like, you're getting admitted to the hospital, buddy. Mm. You're having, you're having a heart attack. Oh my God. There goes my Saturday. (laughs) I cannot even believe you. All right, stick around with us a little bit more. We want to talk about this a little bit more. Stop laughing, Sam. I was going to watch the game today, too. We're visiting with former producer Drew, whom we love, and we don't get to chat with very often, but we heard some news the other day that really, sh- well, shook me up, and I, I know I could, Sam's face went pale when you heard this, Sam, um, that you had, Drew, a heart attack. I did. At 39 yeah, they, years old. Part of my Saturday. You woke up, you had this, like, it felt like a fist sitting on your chest. You go to the hospital, even without the wife and kids, you're like, I'm just going to take care of this and see what's up. And they admitted you because you were having a heart attack? 
Yes. Libby's there at the hospital with me at this point. We're sitting there I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm adopted. I don't really have a lot of medical history on this. Why don't mm-hmm. you text my birth mother and ask her mm-hmm. if we got any family history of this kind okay. of thing? Good idea. Good yeah. idea. But like a decade ago. <laughs> um, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We get back a text message that says, oh, yeah, every male in the family's had heart problems. In fact, mm. every male's had a heart attack before the age of 40. Hey. Well, now you're a member of the family. I'm a winner True. in the genetic lottery. Yeah. Um, True. And so at that point, now my doctor is a little more concerned, and we're going in for the heart cast, the mm. heart catheter on Sunday, where they take something, a tube, and they run it up a vein, and mm. they go to my heart and take a look and see what's going on. And you were um, blocked, right? I had 100% blockage in my left artery. Holy smokes. Uh, so at that point, uh, I'm told I'm told before I go into the heart catheter, well, if everything's fine, you'll be out in 15 minutes. Whoa. Okay. Uh, if everything's not fine, maybe a little longer. Mm-hmm. Three hours later, I woke up. Oh, um, true. And I got a stent put in that left artery to keep it open. Mm. I got a, a bunch of new fun medications I get to take that I'm told forever. And your diet is different, isn't it? I probably need to be different anyway. Uh, I'm getting to discover all those vegetables I've been putting pushing off the plate for uh, all those I remember years. that. <laughs> he hated vegetables, Drew. Uh, I'm now I'm now learning about what sodium means and how much I should have, and uh, oh oh dear God, how much you get when you go to places, and mm-hmm. you know how much if you don't pay attention, how much sodium you can take in in a given day is yeah. unbelievable. And I'm not a big salt guy. Okay. Well, but I'm still I'm still here, and that's the beauty of it. Uh, I get a chance to make some changes and do some things, and see if I can uh, work on that in the future. Yeah, you know, hopefully learn some lessons. Well, so glad you're okay, yeah. and we appreciate you sharing the message because you know what, everybody by the time they get into the 30s should be asking those kind of questions about history in the family. Um, that's right. If you don't have a medical history, go get it. Uh, if you don't know what sodium and cholesterol are and what levels look like, go find out. Right. Uh, and if you have any issues whatsoever, don't be a hero. Go get checked. It could save your life. Listen yeah. to you. Uh, yeah, there I go. Yeah, you do. Preaching. All right, we love you. <laughs> Take care, Thank okay? You. Love y'all too. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. The 69th Emmy Awards happened last night. Handmaid's Tale was a big big winner. Also, as far as drama goes, Big Little Lies. But on the comedy side, SNL won a few things, including um, some writing. And I think Lorne Michaels won something. But also Alec Baldwin for his, well, Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy (laughs) Series for (laughs) his impression of President Trump. And when he received his award, he stood up for something that, was a little more unexpected. You want to get this in, which is, you know, I always remember what someone told me that is when you die, you don't remember a bill that Congress passed or a decision the Supreme Court made or an address made by the president. You remember a song, you remember a line from a movie, you remember a play, you remember a book, a painting, a poem. What we do is important. And for all of you out there in motion pictures and television, don't stop doing what you're doing. The audience is counting on you. Thank you. Standing up for the arts mm. when he received his Emmy Award, Alec Baldwin, from last night. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Hey, you know, ever since I uh, let that bottle of alcohol go from my cold, dead hands, I've, I've found another... Uh, Don't say dead hands, Sam. Okay. Sam, yeah, you know I, what? I quit drinking. It, which is, which is be great. Funny and you, about and it. you're now uh, almost two weeks in on this. It's great. I found a... Um, <laughs> Actually, today is two weeks. Are you supposed to do that? Congratulations. Are you supposed to one day at a time it? Well, yeah, but you can still congratulate yourself. You celebrate the length of your sobriety? Yeah. Okay. That's where you get your one-year chip from and all that. (laughs) Got Mm. it. Okay. So those taco-flavored chips from Lay's? If you want them to be. If you want them to be. Um, Sam. Okay. Anyway, I found another added benefit to not drinking. 
Oh, what is there's that? So weight many. loss. Oh yes, you've lost weight. Yeah, I've I've noticed uh, since I've stopped drinking that I'm able to pull the belt a little tighter and a little right. more tighter and a Good. little more tighter. Nice. So is that fluid retention or is that real weight loss? I, I'm sure I'm it's real sure. weight loss because of well, calories. Well, I could. You be weren't too. drinking yeah, right. low cal alcohol, right? Actually, I was <laughs> drinking Skinny Girl. <laughs> No, I think it's both. I think it's right. probably a little weight loss, but I would think it was more uh, fluid. How's the sleeping? Because I know you at first, last um, week, you had said you were having trouble sleeping. Still having issues uh, sleeping. You need to talk to your doctor then. Uh, I know. And and I don't want to get on anything that's, you know, like Ambien. That's, what What do you call that? I don't know. What do you call it? Prescription? Uh, no, Hallucination? No, 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 addictive. Addictive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, <laughs> that's the word? <laughs> I've also forgotten a lot of words. Okay. Uh, no, I just, um, yeah, I've had trouble sleeping because when I lay down at night, I start thinking. And the thing yeah. is, it's like I, I'm, I don't want to keep thinking. And it's not thinking about alcohol or, oh, gee, should, I could have had a drink before. It's just your mind gets just, busy. It's just work That's, tomorrow or kids this. Well, you or, should try the meditation app that I use where you just focus on the breath and stay in the moment. I'm just, it is a, you know, you have to work at it. The problem, know, but, though, that you have, Sam, right, with meditating, we've talked about this over the years. Who has time for this? No, no, no. <laughs> meditating when you're supposed to be like picturing a babbling brook or whatever. You're thinking about meditating. Tomorrow I have this. No, no, no. When I start to, when I try meditating, I start think concentrating on the fact that I'm supposed to be meditating. Well, I'm supposed to be putting things out of my head right now. Well, then quit thinking about putting them out and put them out. <laughs> okay, that's right. I do have to do that. Man. The guided app. Well, that's part of it, though. You, you, you because you can't force thoughts out of your head. That, that's the discipline of meditation: is you catch yourself in the thought and you gently escort you it away. You need to go have some Seriously. hot tea and let him explain this yeah. to you. I just wanted to tell. I was losing weight. <laughs> I'm happy for you, Sam. Be a Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast subscriber. It's absolutely free, and that way you can listen on your schedule. It's like time shifting. It's like easy breezy. Right, exactly. It's like your DVR for radio, kind of, you know? I found a new uh, dating website. Well, actually, it's not new. Uh, it's, Why are you uh, looking, Sam? Why? Yeah, I, was huh? say, are you I tripped across it. I'm not dating. Sure I'm not signing up did. for this site. Okay, I'm picking uh, It's called mousemingle.com. It's for Disney fans. <laughs> It's a dating really? website for Disney fans. There you go. How yeah, many couples do you know are crazy about Disney together? It says, find your Mickey or Minnie. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Is this sanctioned by Disney, or is it just happened to be Disney fans? Oh. Like a blog it's not sanctioned by Disney. It's okay. just uh, for people who like are Disney fanatics. They love Disney. They go to Disney a lot. It Didn't our friend Dave kind of connect with his wife that way? Oh, yes. really? Yeah. Well, they, he they, proposed to her in front of Cinderella's Castle, which a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, it's they, not unique. They, but they, they, didn't, okay. they, it's not, they did not meet at Disney World, but they found that they had that in common, and all of a sudden, boom, you know? He yeah. went a lot. Like their first right. trip together was to Disney World. Right. Yeah. They go a lot to Disney, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's not unheard of, Sam. I, I know. Uh, it's just you're making sort of a face see, the, there. It's the, but it's the things that you have in common with each other that create the bond. I so. would just hope, though, that you have more in common than just the, the Disney fanaticism. Of course you do, but that's an open door. It's an opening. Yeah, it starts yeah. the conversation. It's what you look for. <laughs> hey, it's Friday night. What do you want to do tonight? Want to go out? Want to go eat? How about we watch another Disney movie? <laughs> 
Thanks for hanging out with us, getting you back to work on the hardest day of the week to get back to work. Come hang out with us after the show today by being a Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast subscriber. It's absolutely free. We do a brand new episode every single day after the show, and that way you can listen on your schedule. And you know, it's kind of a cool perk, too, because anything that you missed this morning, you can catch up on by listening to the podcast.